Welcome back to Building the Bach, and I'm your host, Jason Spies. In our next segment, we talk with Gustavo Zentner of the Canadian Manufacturers and Exports. This is Gustavo Zentner. Gustavo Zettner with Canadian Manufacturers and Export. Now, I have a number of uh, activities. I'm in the private sector. Uh, we work with a few companies that are involved directly into the oil and gas sector, construction okay. as well. And here I'm participating on behalf of the association, which is the, lar- the largest industry group in all of Canada, represented in every territory and every province in the country, uh, with reaches all the way to the major industry associations and, and the political levels at provincial and, and of course at a federal level as well. And it is the... Um, it's called me. the Canadian Manufacturers and Exporters Association, C- CME in short. CME, right. Manitoba, Canada, Manufacturers and Exporters, okay. And you're out of Winnipeg, Canada. Where, where are you from originally? I was born in Argentina, uh, European background, uh, Gustavo Zerner is the last name. Um, done business in uh, five or six countries in the region in South America and then I moved to Canada to look into export opportunities when Canada had just signed the agreement with uh, with the US and Mexico NAFTA and we've been following the export in here I'm building the Bakken and it's interesting about NAFTA I had an off-the-record conversation with a uh, major ag producer and he wasn't too happy about NAFTA but that's a whole different deal um, uh, the the um, exporting is becoming more of an issue with crude oil and natural gas. What are you hearing in your line of work in your industries in terms of exporting crude oil and also exporting natural gas? Most of our members are people that that rather focus on their manufacturing capabilities and tend to be to stay away from the from the perception or the politics around importing and exporting of crude oil. So they rather focus on. By and large, our economy is focused on OEMs, original equipment manufacturers. We mostly manufacture components and use it within Canada and export into other markets. Therefore, we, we are a perfect fit for trade and, op- and business opportunities relationships with the U.S. Um, I think that the key opportunities in terms of export is not so much uh, on, on, the o- on oil and, and, and natural gas, but really the technologies that are being used to improve processing, whether it's extraction, clean energy, Manufacturing, and I dare say, being that I'm a manufacturer uh, or represent manufacturing companies, are they sir, that uh, there's also opportunities on the services side? Mm-hmm. So, as you heard me ask today a question out of the panel, where is the role that Canadian companies can play in the back end, especially in the US side of the back end, where you have a need for a building to be erected or some technical maintenance or work to be done, and you can't find a local crew? And we up in Canada would have the expertise, the certifications that are quite um, comparable with what you have in the U.S. market. And we have the standards and the desire to come and do business with you. No, no, uh, no two other countries in the world enjoy the, the level of friendship and dependency from economic development perspective than the U.S. and Canada together. Do you guys accept American businesses as members or is it Canadian only? Absolutely. So there are a number of um, American individuals and, and companies that are our members, uh, as I mentioned, and I can I will forward to you some figures so that you can quote uh, more accurately how many members we have. It's uh, by far the most influential groups across the country, all the way to the federal level as well as the provincial levels. Um, I will tell you that a number of our members 
invest or own a number of manufacturing shops in the U.S. as well. Uh, the incoming chairman of uh, the incoming chairman of CME National, his name is Craig McIntosh, president and CEO of a company called Acrylon Plastics. As an example, he spent a better part of two years looking for the right fit, the right operation in the U.S., uh, which he ended up acquiring over a year ago. And as a result, he's got a footprint in Canada, uh, a footprint in the U.S., and a clear ability to, to, to cross the borders in a more amicable and a cross-effective way. But that's just one. I mean, there, there are frankly a number of companies active in the U.S. site. How can uh, somebody get in touch with you or become a member? Here's an opportunity to uh, go ahead and plug your business or plug your organization for Canadian companies or American companies. How can somebody get in touch with you? Thank you. I, uh, well, of course, you can find us online. Uh, the one website I'm going to direct you to is uh, www.daretocompete.ca. Um, another one would be mec-cme-mec.ca. Uh, so, but I'm sure again I'll, I'll post this uh, for your media as well, so that it becomes available. Best way of connecting with us is so that that we you put us to work. So we, we really want to focus on bringing value to our members, paying members or prospect companies that are already established in the market. We do have access to the U.S. and throughout Canada, number of sectors including oil and gas, uh, primarily construction, civil engineering. So we'd love to, to help out and, and be a, of any help or any service that we can. That information, of course, will be linked up at our website as well. Mentioned earlier about Senator Hoven. He uh, gave his endorsement for the Keystone Pipeline. You mentioned that you were very uh, happy about that. Very happy and supportive. Uh, number one, I want to tell you, uh, the current um, representative of Canada in the U.S. is former Premier Gary Doerr, former Premier of Manitoba and current Ambassador of Canada to the United States. Big proponent, uh, big it's a, it's a man with a keen understanding of both government and politics, but how business fit into that and the other way around. So he's been a, a very vocal um, voice in Washington, both Senate and Congress, explaining the benefits of Keystone for both countries, for both economies. Uh, and so I was very pleased to hear today over the keynote address over lunch, support of that. I was actually happier to to talk to a number of U.S.-based companies at the end, and I said, is this a hot topic? And you know what the answer was? The answer was outstanding. It was, no, it's not a hot topic because it's a no-brainer. It's only at a political level that this this makes it to be such a big news. For us in industry, there are so many pipelines going on through, through the state of Texas and many others in, in Montana and others in the region. We are located right up uh, Highway 29, Highway 75, which is our provincial highway in Manitoba. So um, Highway 29 and 35, we're in the middle of the, what is called the North American Corridor, positioned us all the way from, from the port of Churchill through Winnipeg, Manitoba, border crossing uh, across the U.S., Midwestern USA. So, so well positioned to, to service these industries. And, and Keystone represents uh, a real opportunity for a number of manufacturers on our end, but also U.S.-based companies that can partner up with us and look at uh, some foreign direct investment from Canada into the U.S. market. Gustavo, thank you much. Thank you. Take care. And that was Gustavo Zentner of the Canadian Manufacturers and Exports. For more information on Canadian manufacturers and exports, or to listen to the entire interview, visit our website, buildingthebakken.com. And that concludes today's episode of Building the Bakken. Building the Bakken can be heard every week at this time on this radio station. 
to see if a radio station in your listening area carries Building the Bakken. Visit our website, buildingthebakken.com. like to remind you folks, in addition to being the host of Building the Bakken, I'm also a featured writer for many publications across the upper Midwest. I invite you folks to visit our website to read some of the articles that are printed or pick up a copy of the Bakken Breakout Magazine, The Drill, the Bakken Breakout Weekly, or the Bakken Oil Business Journal this month and check out the latest Building the Bakken column. From the staff at Building the Bakken, we're asking you to make it a safe and sensational day. I'm your host, Jason Spies. Thank you for listening to Building the Bakken. Animal matter compressed a mile and a half underground, fermenting with a little help from some bacteria. And uh, voila, we got it. Could your car run on that oil right there? The car wouldn't, but I could dump it directly into a diesel burning type application and go right down the road. It would smoke a little bit because it's not refined yet, but I mean, it's basically the equivalent of diesel three coming right out of the ground. Diesel one being highly refined, you know, diesel two being good enough for the older engines and diesel three, which would still work. But uh, this is nectar of the gods. It doesn't get any better than this. And where are you from? Seattle, Washington. How long have you been in town? Six and a half months. Had a really nice experience working for uh, Missouri Base, formerly Missouri Basin, now called MBI Energy as an oil hauler. Well, the whole night.